So like I said, there's going to be days like today I'm a podcast. I got so much a podcast. I just want to leave. Um, like a lot of people are on this part of the journey. They just want to leave nothing to question for anybody. You know what I mean? They just want to leave um, something behind. I think you just want to leave a party behind on earth, right? Um, somebody asked me in an email. Uh, not the first. Ask me if I'm afraid of death. Am I afraid of dying? It's a really good question. I think there's many people in getting to transition part of your journey that uh, ask that question. And somebody else asked me through um, what I've been doing with businesses and creating commercials, marketing, and that um, for those who market with TikTok. A lot of people um, asking too. So I made a comment about the grandfather passing away and uh, they'll never see him again. And I had to come back on that and I said, that's not true. It's really not true. Um, they had mentioned how they missed speaking to the grandfather. I said, continue speaking to your grandfather, continue speaking to your loved ones, continue speaking to your dog. His, his best friend was his dog. And mind you, um, this young man's 12 years old. I told him, continue speaking to your pets. Continue speaking to your grandfather because they're always going to be here with you. They always will remain. Spirit remains. Continue talking. They're listening. You just can't hear them listening back. But sometimes, sometimes, my friend, you'll get a sign. And you're going to know because that's them letting you know, hey, listening. I'm here still. They responded back this morning and said, how do you know? How can you be so sure? And I said, I know, because I've seen things that can't be explained other than when we pass, we still, for some amount of time, and I've noticed this with every situation where um, I do believe that people say one out of every um, generation, families have a gift to be able to connect with spirit. Um, some people think it's hocus pocus. I don't care. Um, I'm a very spiritual person. I know who I am. I know my soul. Uh, I've been able to see and experience things throughout my life that are, um, some people say magical, I say blessed, a gift, you know? But uh, I said I know, I just know. Because I've seen things and I've connected with loved ones that have passed and I've got many signs and I've many different I mean like the white dove was that two years ago white dove outside I had a feeling to look outside the window somebody's telling me to look outside the window and there's a white dove um, another situation where I, um, I extended family members father um, had passed and they were shot and although I had met them a handful of times I wasn't I didn't know them that well the day before Christmas Eve they came to visit and they didn't stop until um, I needed to do what I needed to do. Me and one other individual know um, I wouldn't have known anything about their dad. But if it wasn't for reaching out, the only way I knew on social media to get a hold of um, his son, um, me and his son know, I wouldn't have known the things. There's no way. So I told the young gentleman, I know. I just know. Just trust me. I know. He responded back and he said, thank you. I feel better already. You know what? I'm going to start talking to my grandpa and my dog. I'll let you know if they answer me back. <laughs> He'll get some signs, trust me. He will. Um, I believe that. But when it comes to death, I'm, I'm not afraid. I think we all used to be. Like talk about death when you're younger. Oh my gosh, you hear somebody say so-and-so died and about death. And I don't know how many of us, everybody, when you're young, that's like a fear of like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get older, I'm going to die. Well, you realize when we're older, you can be young and die. Um, God can call you home at any time. God's not going to discriminate by age, race, color, where you live, what language, what circumstance. Um, I believe this is just people are needed at certain times for certain reasons. I don't think we could truly know until we get up in heaven.
Um, is there a hell? I do believe there's a hell. Um, I believe you got to do some really, really wicked, really, really demonic, demonic, twisted things to be going to hell. Um, I don't believe there's a lot of people go to hell, but I believe people go to hell. I believe hell exists, but I'm not afraid of death. Um, I'm 1 billion percent comfortable with me. I know my soul. And um, I've maintained to the best of my ability throughout my life to be a good soul. And when I've screwed up and messed up, and I have, because I'm no saint, I'm a saint like everybody else, I'll make sure to release that. Some people say the skeletons out of your claws. I like to say release the negative energy. You know what I mean? Release it. Like I said before, our podcast get up, get up away and off of you. I like to cultivate. If this part of my life, it's all about cultivating positive, cultivating, cultivating good. Get rid of the negative, get rid of the toxic energy, get, get rid of it, get rid of it, get rid of it. Because when you do, you can breathe better. You're able to breathe. You won't feel weighed down. Negative energy weighs you down. People understand what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Really, really in tune with your soul, spiritual people like myself and others you're listening. You know what I'm saying? You're able to feel that too off of people. It's like somebody says something's not right. You know, you're able to feel that. Um, but we all got to make peace somewhere. In our life, we have to make peace with our past. We have to make peace when we hurt people. We have to make peace of how we treat people. We have to make peace with our past. That helps heal your soul. It releases that negative energy off of you and out of you. I gotta put the, everybody's asking about the angel video. Cause I listen and watch a lot of really unique different things and that's just me. Um, I'm always about the next latest greatest thing. Especially this part of my life. But uh, I'm not afraid of death. I'm not. I'm afraid of suffering uncontrollably. I will have to say I'm in a fear of them not being able to get the pain management and the narcotics and the level that I need now, right? If I sound different now, it's because we increase the hell out of stuff. What I have, I'm afraid to change. Because I don't want to get into some really funky GI meds and um, reversed opiate side effects. Um, I have up here right now. I'll put a picture, a screenshot actually. I'll just take a picture of what I'm taking. Um, get samples from the hospital. Um, and oncology told me about this too as well. And I'm trying this. But trust me saying I'm fearful too. Because nothing hits my system right. Either it doesn't break down. It doesn't dissolve. The whole pill goes through. Or it dissolves too fast and I get every funky side effect. I mean, I'm leery of taking anything new. That's the truth. So we decided to keep me on the narcotics I am now, but we've just tripled it. Sounds crazy. Um, no, I'm not giddy. No, I'm not laughing. Um, there are times when it, I'll tell you, sometimes it'll hit you just right. <laughs> it's rare, but it does. But um, got the pain down to on my scale of high tolerance of pain I got it down to a five I got it feasible right now but the thing is it's when I end of the you know day and I start getting tired or you know, sometimes I'm five hours good and I'm done I try to keep my body in motion body in motion um, because it's not you slowing down your blood flow and you're giving the pain a greater chance to eat that lack of blood flow and create more pain for you but um I'm at a tolerable five right now. I'm actually getting ready to take a shower. I've not been able to take a shower in three freaking days. I know. I feel gross. Three days. I've not been able to take a shower. Um, I want to thank those two who are sending me hair extensions and wigs and different hair stuff. And I see um, um, somebody sent me an email saying they had sent me something else to try as far as wigs. Um, those I've connected to as well, like I said, there was four of us. Um, um, shock. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Shocked. I don't know why. I don't know how I feel. Um, we just watch each other. Like two of us. We're in the same transition of life. And this is the truth. I talked to a friend of mine out of state. And uh, we were talking just a little bit ago because I'm going through some totes and things. I'm just trying to get things cleaned up. Um, some people say prepare. I don't like the word prepare. Like I'm taking a spaceship to Mars. <laughs> uh, yeah, however you're going to say it. But uh, I was talking to him and I said it's just, and he said, yeah, I, I heard about, you know, 
because he knew they were a past. I said, yeah. Um, I said, is it me? Or there's just, um, I can dissect things and look at things differently sometimes. Oh, I just say a lot of times. They both were able to get out right before they passed. Exactly both a week before. Excuse me. A week before and they were able to go out and have fun. Okay, maybe with the wheelchair assistance, both have this ego thing, like we're gonna be condemned and looked at as less of a person if we're seen on a wheelchair. I'm getting past that point to hell with it. You know what I mean? I'm getting past that point. But they also had the same, we all felt the same way. Are we less of a person? Are we gonna be a weaker of a person? Are we gonna be judged um, if we use a wheelchair, if we use an electric wheelchair? I just wanna get the hell out of the house. Um, my goal is this week sometime, get the hell out. Um, I'm allowing Eric to make peace in some parts of his life where um, he had not been um, kind. He wasn't supportive. Um, he wasn't helpful. Um, I'm a good person, good soul. I, I want to leave Earth um, also. And I always was empath to see a better version of people. And if I can be that stepping stone to do that, I'm going to do it. I'm allowing him some aspects, as attorney said, to, to um, make right out of a wrong. Um, but Eric is not versed, and um, this part of my life I call it transition. It's just a nice way of saying transition into life. I like to say transition. My therapists do, my doctors do, we call it, call it transition. He's not versed on stuff. So, which is why a lot of things medically I had to remove um, him out of because and he understood there was nothing against him. Um, he was initially on things in Ohio, but um, Because he, he admitted I was never allowed around people that were sick really sick and um, My parents always sheltered me from it and they said no, they're not allowed around it not around it So he was never around anybody who passed so he's not versed at any on anything um, when I talked to hospice um, And there's multiple um I don't want to call them groups. Um, I guess you could. Multiple different types of hospice care. There you go. Um, groups, um, healthcare providers, hospice, different types. And they're not all called hospice. So I had like four that the main hospice um, gave me. Um, four phone numbers. I called two today. I talked to the second one. And I was told by main hospice is they got really, really great reviews from patients and families alike. And I think this one probably because they have to go through what you're going through and yada, yada, yada. Um, and then you get a referral from whoever is controlling things. And, um, and then they're A, which I'll get more about hospice. Um, I kind of absorbed everything really quick, although I was versed, uh, well-versed in hospice in Indiana. Um, really nice lady, one of my neighbors, they moved away. Uh, her husband got promoted. Uh, she was a hospice nurse, retired. So I heard a lot of good things, great things actually in Indiana. Um, in Ohio, my home state, great things too. I had loved ones that were in hospice hospitals, facilities, and hospice um, home care where they visit once, twice a week. Um, I'm looking more for the visits once or twice a week. That's where I'm going. Um, I just will not. I will fight it to the nail. And I know no, nobody will not respect my wishes. And that's why I get attorney involved to make sure that it's signed and sealed and you have to go to the attorney to even try to change anything. And, it's just not going to happen. But um, uh, I peacefully at home surrounded by my pets. They're rescues, and that's how the way it's going to be. Um, I'm not afraid of dying. I'm afraid of suffering. And I'm afraid of this pain. Eric took a video of the pain. Um, because he was not aware of what to do. And sometimes when we had video appointments and calls, a lot of things get um, written, like your blood pressure and your, and your body temperature and things like that if you're not walking in the office. And there's some times where I cannot get out of the hell house, out of the house because of the pain. I'm so sick or my blood pressure is too low. So we do um, e-visits appointments online. I don't know if I'll share this video. Um, the video scares me. And I told him, it's actually a good thing we did the video because this is where I don't want to be. I don't want to be in this much pain dying. No way, no how, not gonna happen. 
Um, that's the problem that specialists are having is the pain. Um, my body's not absorbing things right. They don't have a lot of cases like me where they've got multiple issues going on and the body is just in a, it was always haywire. Reminds me of a casino machine, haywire. I know, I used to love going to casino too. Um, it's something I uh, miss doing, but uh, I just, with pain, I can't do it. Haywire, and I hit haywire and I go crazy. My birth father loved that salt machine. <laughs> uh, he was in a, he was in a, he was in a spitfire mood himself yesterday. I call about stuff and he answers the phone. Hello! What? Like, woo! Sweet Jesus, oh Lord Almighty. Lord! I'm telling you, I'm broken. I should have just said, I'm a, I am air flying you. I'm just going to fly you with the, I don't know, whatever, drop parachute case of Snickers. Gina Felicia, holy cow. I was like, why are you yelling in the phone? Ha! Freaking Lord. And my mom, of course, you know. <sighs> she does this all the time. She, he was just yelling at the guy next door cutting the grass. <laughs> Sad thing is there was so much standing right there. And they heard my dad going, Wow! This is literally what he said. You can deny it all you want, but you did. I'm sorry. I, I'm a different part of my life. I think it was funny. I can laugh at things like that. I mean, I've been in a foul mood many a times with pain. Uh, pain changes people. Lord, man. Um, I could have spun my head like the best. What is that? Exorcist girl? I don't know. In the bed. I don't ever remember watching a horror movie, but you know what I'm talking about? I know it's not Carrie. That was a prom. I did watch a prom one. That's scary, too. But, uh, yeah. Um, and, of course, my birth mother was like, oh, he's shouting at the guy at the lawnmower next door. Since when do you pick up the phone? If that is a guy to lawnmower next door, and he's calling your house phone. And my, my birth father picked up the phone and yelled at him like that. Whew. Oh, my Lord. Woo. That's two Snickers you earned yourself. <laughs> I was just calling about a piece of property of his, military property. I had to think about, this is the past week, just going through totes and going through things and... um don't ever leave anything undone, especially when it comes to passwords and bank accounts and things. And me and Eric are still connected to a lot of stuff. It's just the way it is. Um, whoever said it reminds you. Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Every person married, engaged, a boyfriend, girlfriend for long periods of time. Y'all are Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Every single one of you are. Everybody goes through the same. If, if you're in a relationship or marriage, whatever, is that passionate? You love passionately, you fight passionately. I mean, isn't that better than being in a relationship where you don't have anything at all? I know. It's a weird analogy, but I mean, it could be worse, right? I don't know. I don't know them. I'm sorry, I don't know him. I haven't talked to him in like, I don't know, seven years we've been married. Said hello, and that's it. They wouldn't have got where they were at. Too public, though, but you know, I ain't getting into it. I don't like watching that stuff, but I know people make fun of it. There's really nothing to be made fun of. You point the finger saying, you remind me of Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. You do, you do, you do. Or people say that. Everybody is. Everybody's an Amber and a Johnny in any relationship. No relationship is perfect. And when it's passionate relationships, they're passionate things going, meaning, you know, feeling a lot, emotion, tapping my heart, feeling a lot. Because every strong, you know, deep-seated, as my therapist say, every relationship um, when it's passionate, there's deep-seated connection. Some, there's a connection somewhere, uh, soul connection. And sometimes it gets really passionate. You'll fight hard. You'll love hard. You'll fight hard. You'll love hard. You fight hard. You love hard. Um, I would be there for Eric um, if the tables were turned. Um, he doesn't understand a lot of things when you get to the point I am because he's not been around it. His parents shielded him from that. And that's, like I said, it's not good. Um, you can't turn back the hands of time. And at that point, as parents, his birth parents, they felt that was right. Um, there's no reason to agree or disagree with that. I personally don't think it's okay because then you're a situation where your adult, your young son or daughter become adults, whether they're married or best friends, whatever, roommate situation, whatever, engaged. Um, if they're not around people that are transitioning and end-of-life journeys, they're not going to understand what the heck to do. 
So getting back to, I talked to hospice, so able to send, which in there, like, we're just going to send some stuff anyway, because I need to look through stuff. Um, but Eric, since he still maintains within households and that getting down to one house, mind you, he's going to need to know and educate himself. I need to decide between two different types of hospice. Um, I don't know what you call it. Locations, groups, I just say hospice groups. I need to make the best decision for me. Please, if you um, have a loved one, a fiance, your spouse, and um, they're in the point where it's compassion care and there's nothing further we can do and their condition is chronic and now it's terminal. Um, anything that's chronic and foresee where things are not going to get any better and they're getting worse and they medically see this by testing is where they deem you terminal when they can see things progressing pretty rapidly is where it becomes terminal or we can no longer fix things is with terminal um, for people who don't understand terminal and you shouldn't use um, the term terminal lightly either please don't do that you know but there's a lot of things eric doesn't understand that hopefully will be explained um, because i've been around loved ones through hospice facilities they've been in um, amazing wonderful care and at-home hospice amazing wonderful care excuse me we're figuring out the insurance part of hospice on my end what's going to be covered what's not there's two different options really in my situation i was told because where i'm at now which is called compassion care and some call it which really terminology is comfort care palliative care I can't think of it. It's comfort care. It just depends on what state you live in, how they deem it. I'm already there where um, it's it's for the rest of my life under pain management um, for obvious reasons. Um, oncology treatments, experimental stuff, and we did everything. It didn't work, and the tumor is slowly growing back. And then you have ascites, which is fluid. Um, it never went away. The ascites started in different pockets, and it's the fluid starts um, collecting more. Um, you're not going to stop that. And usually when you get into big tumors and some really nasty stuff, they cannot go in and drain it. And fear we could really start spreading some things so they don't. I think it could also cause complications. So um, <sighs> at the point where I'm at, a friend of mine passed away um, over the weekend. And she lives out of the country. And theirs is different. It's not called hospice. It's, it's compassion care. Now, um, her and her husband had decided, and they had done this after, um, and this is, this is strange, too. This is strange. I'll get back to this. I was telling a friend of mine, um, I was talking to him, and I mean, I know he was the podcast. It's strange because it's like um, both of my friends that I connected to, we followed each other's journeys, we connected. We all four were diagnosed six years ago, um, different months within that six-year point, but six years I just met my sixth year, um, May 16th, to be precise. Um, everybody is a six-year point, and everybody was um, prognosis five years. We all, it's like mirrored image. We're going through the exact same thing. Hair loss, even the physical hair loss, eyebrows coming out. Eyelashes coming out. We're asking each other, what do you use for your eyebrows? What do you use for eyelashes? What do you, and normal people are asking, where am I going to go tonight for dinner? Where am I eat? Or where am I take my family vacation? Our conversations have um, included, this is the truth, they all, they all, we all, um, where did you find that hat? Where did you find the wig? Where did you find extensions? What do you use for that? What do you use for that? How do you feel? Is there any, I got to a point last night before I get back to it. Um, I'm, I'm in this point where the blood flow is not as great anymore, so I have a lot of pain. It goes from my head to my toe. Um, and literally, I have to ask Eric, this is the truth. The pain gets to be so sharp that I have to, um, he sleeps in another room. Um, we got to, went for two properties, and obvious for reasons, having to go down to one, because um, I'm not going to realize or be able to repair major foundation issues in Kentucky, uh, way too much. And the housing market now that things are changing, I'm realizing by a lot of people, I'm mostly realtor I consulted with, I'm working with, if I don't get this thing sold now, I could lose money that I could gain to make, although it's not going to be much. 
it's still point principle. Um, and I need that extra money because medical costs are getting crazy and rightfully so, and I'm going to need it. But um, I had to wake up Eric. Literally, have to, he, has, he has two cell phones. I'd call him. And I'm like, can you come in the living room? I don't know how to take. And I was told if, if the pain gets that bad, you know, um, it's okay. You can take another pain pill. And I did. I had to take like two back to back within like three hours. I don't think the first one ever absorbed. The second one, thank God, I finally did. But um, I had to have him like massage, rub. Like I had to put my arms up behind my head. Um, I lay propped up with a pillow and I had to have him rub my arms to get the blood flow going because it felt like knives. Um, it's just nerve pain really bad. And I get it head to toe now. And then I had to have him rub my legs because I started at a point where it's like knives, needles, and I started not being able to feel. That's um, neuropathy, I think is what it is. But it's just your blood flow and that and being sick and that um, happens. Interesting, I remember my grandmother um, where somebody came in and they would massage her legs, put lotion on that. And now I understand how important that is to do like little things for loved ones, you know, when they're sick. That's one of them. Now I understand the benefit of that. But um, I sat there thought to myself, and I thought, such an entrepreneur, <laughs> I still am. My brain's still sharp. I just can't get my body to follow, and I'm not going to get out of this one. I'm not going to pull a superwoman and be able to jump this hurdle. It's not happening this time. Sorry. Um, but I thought to myself, laying here, why would an inventor, and since this is international, I'm just putting the thought out there for people who are um, investors, um, those people also who are constantly plugging out new products and design and um, new inventions and the entrepreneurs in the world. Why are we don't have, why do we not have something like almost like a sleeve to wear an individual sleeves that you can, you know, kind of like socks, but they're open and kind of slide them on a patient, you know, someone who's sick while they're laying down or a situation or if they're walking around that has a massage and heating element to it, individual will just slide on like a sleeve on each individual legs and arms. Because any oncologist will tell you, when you get to the point like I am, and my other friends have, you know, is and many other people, not just us, is when the blood flow starts slowing down and nerves start dying and the pain is off the chart and pain meds are really hard to control that kind of pain. Um, why has somebody not invented this? Am I not finding it? Because, I mean, maybe I need to Google it. A sleeve, battery operated, okay? You can recharge a battery where you can slide it on one sleeve on the leg, one sleeve on the leg, one sleeve on the arm, one sleeve on the arm, like a four pack. Or if you just need two, a two pack. Why are we not inventing this? Inventing this? Um, there is such a huge market for people. I mean, we're, we all have something in common. We're all born and we're all going to die. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be gory. It's the truth. That's why I said I'm not afraid of dying. I'm afraid of the pain of what I've gone through just this past week alone that literally um, put me beyond tears. Um, horrific, absolutely horrific. Um, a lot worse than it was before oncology. And I was going through pain then, but not like this. Why are we not inventing something like that? People who have money that can invest and find a patent, patent something like this. What's a Shark Tank? Is that the name of it? Shark Tank, I used to watch that. Can't even watch a show without falling asleep anymore, but Shark Tank. Anybody out there has got extra money and you're looking for something that's a product to market, especially for people who are ill. You don't have to be chronic, chronically, chronic illness to need something like this. I'm just gonna say this and that's great if somebody has this out there or since they're like, bing, you're, that light goes off in your brain right now, and you're like, she's got a really good idea. Somebody needs to look into this, because I don't think anything like this exists, because I have to wake up Eric. I had to start doing this this week, um, and he's half out of it. It could be three, four. I mean, I'm lucky to get to stay awake <laughs> by 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock at that. I can't stay awake anymore. I got to take my meds anyway, and um, one med is a, um, like a sedative, so it helps me to sleep, to stay asleep, because um, the pain will wake me up. But why are we not creating something like this, something like this out there for people, you know? 
um, such an investment, but most importantly, such a passion and to be able to help others with a product that helps so many people, you know? Um, I'm sorry, I just went off, but I mean, I think it's a wonderful, great idea. Somebody's got the money. Please look into it. Do they exist out there? I haven't heard of it. I haven't seen it. Um, little investment goes a long way, you know, helping people around the world, not just the United States. Like I said, you know, we're all going to get to this point, you know. Um, it's the truth. So why not make yourself as peaceful and relaxed as possible, right? But um, I'm getting back to both of my friends. They literally, just a week before they um, got called home to God and, and now in a, an amazing, peaceful, beautiful place, um, and that's the truth, um, they were out and um, were able to get dressed and put on some makeup and some clothes and laughing and enjoying things. And I'm glad they're able to also, like myself, they um, have journaled and videoed um, audio, chronicled their um, transition part of their life. All four of us have and continue. Both of us continue doing so. Um, but everybody had like that last like able to get out and I like thinking that's got to mean something, right? When you talk about life and the end of life, that's got to be something, right? Because this happens all the time. Like is God look down and say, okay, what do you want to do your last thing? I want to go here. I want to go here. Not even consider a bucket list at this point. Just one last thing. I think I caught myself saying, I just want to go back to the park and the trail. Am I going to go to the park and the trail? Like, is that the last thing that God allows us to do before he needs us home, up in heaven? I know it sounds far-fetched, but I've seen this in both situations. Um, and in both situations, I had a really bad gut. Like, just have a weird feeling. I don't know. And I was right. Um, but it mirrored how... Like you have one great moment and um, and I'm sure people who are not in the situation and you're in an end of life or you're, call, I'm sorry, transition. I don't like saying end of life transition. Um, wouldn't understand what I'm saying, but people who may be in this situation, maybe there's plenty of people. Let me take that back. There's millions of people in the same journey I am right now. Um, that myself and other friend are. We both are. Um... I mean, I just think God lets you have that last great moment, you know? Really? Because it seems like that. I was just thinking she, they both were just out enjoying life, you know, happy and laughing, um, one day pain-free, not dealing with the pain. I don't consider it suffering. It's pain. I can't stand what people say. Oh, they passed away. No, 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 we're suffering. Don't say that. Please don't say this. So no, but no patient wants to hear suffering anymore. Okay, everybody wants to live. Nobody wants to die. Please say, like I said, I'm going to say this again. They don't have to deal with the pain anymore. And they're in a beautiful place right now. They're on their wings. You're living an amazing life. This is just a stepping stone to really living, really. It's not that I view it's a truth. It's heaven's a place. That's, that's where we're all. That's where we go. This is just a stepping stone. Um, I've heard some people use analogy that this is just a skit. And we're all actors and actresses. And you control your skit. You control your outcome. You can do a retake. You can cut the script. You can edit it. What we don't realize is all at our choosing. Because we choose how we control our life. But really, it's up to us. We could do a redo. We can erase this. We could do it. It's a great analogy that we're all just actors and actresses. Some people and have a, um, what is that called? Uh, not a rebirth, but um, pass away and come back. I can't think of an analogy or the um, end of life or um, near-death experiences. There you go, where they pass and come back. But also the same thing, that when they came back, they said what really is, is it's nothing what we think. We make more than what we need to about things on earth. Or really, that's not what it's about. But we control the skit. We control the story. We control the chapter. But we can't control one thing, the outcome. But God's the only one that controls that. And that's, 
you know, the end of life journey is when it's time to be called home. But I thought about that with both of my friends. It's just they went, they went out and um, I thought, honestly, like, okay, this is a good, I know it's nothing's, and I knew they were having a miraculous cure. I know that. There are miracles that exist. I know that too. But I knew this was a situation. But I thought maybe, um, and both of them had a heck of a time, like I am right now, with their doctors trying to control the pain. I think that has a lot to do with the nerves dying, the nerve pain is what I'm told. I have no problem. Um, it's medical terminology. I don't, nobody used to dance around and try to dance around. I don't know. I'm a realist person, just to be honest. Totally, you know. The more I can understand, the better I am. I'm in the need to know. And some people don't want to know, and that's fine. Everybody's entitled, but I need to know. Uh, they also had a really hard time with managing their pain. That's where I'm at. Um, other friend of mine, um, we're both identical in the same part of our journey. And um, she just got back. And uh, getting that last opinion from another cancer institute. I've been there too. Um, that's just the fighting spirit. And then she has to make a decision if there's anything out there to try. I don't know. And nobody does. And I told her, you don't know. You know, safe travels. And go with what your soul tells you. You know, and if not, um, she's also got the hospice option with her insurance and that. I don't know on mine because I was told today, and I did not know this, I have an option between hospice at home, hospice facility, which I'm not going to do a hospice facility. Um, obviously, I want to pass around with my animals around me. So a hospice at home, or I can do, which is, as they said, you're already under the care that you would need to in this part of your journey, um, which is getting the pain under control and by hospital, you know, hospital specialist through a hospital, not through freestanding, through a hospital, and you're already there. Um, I could continue that and actually just have nurse care which would be a nurse stopping by and checking on me, see how I'm doing, do we need to readjust my pain medicine, things like that, exactly what I need right now. Um, and then working with my hospital specialist and oncology to see do we need to tinker things. They're kind of like being the middleman, but they physically get to see me. That's the problem is oncology a specialist can't see me um, and be able to be on call 24 hours and hospice will come to your home if, if you need them. And at-home nursing care, a lot of um, nursing, um, I don't know if I'm saying it wrong, nursing care, nursing companies. Somebody's going to correct me. I know I get an email, but you know what I'm saying. Um, they do as well. If you need someone, you know, 24 hours, if you need someone, there's always someone on call. See, I, that's the thing with specialists when you're at the point like I am. They can't do that. And they told me that, you know, I can't do it all the time. I'm not on call. We're just trying to get the pain under control right now. And it's been five weeks, going on six weeks, I've been trying to manage this. And they don't want to get to the point where I'm taking all these pills constantly, but I don't have a choice because some are absorbing and some are not. Um, today's been a day where we increased the hell out of it. And I'm on a, probably right now, um, my pain tolerance, I have 60%, 65% of my pain's under control. That's God's truth. Uh, but it took a lot to get there since uh, 9 o'clock last night. So I have to decide. And I'm glad that I'm looking into this now because I was told, look into this while you're still sharp and you still understand things and you're mentally understand and, you, and you're able to sit down and figure out what you want. But I was also told by Tardy who had to redo things because um, Indiana is where I'll be permanently residing. So everything, my medical director's will, everything's different than Ohio, so everything had to be changed. And I wanted to make sure the directives and people that control everything um, have a background of medical, licensed medical professionals. So I made sure the people that are added have the knowledge experience. Um, Eric was not, I mean, even I told him, we never, if we ever had a perfect marriage, which no marriage is ever perfect, Everybody's Amber and Johnny. I'm sorry. You are too. You're married. You went through that too. Don't try to tell me you're not. Good Lord Almighty. <sighs> People sometimes I tell you. But um, he, he even said, I don't take it personally at all. 
when I had everything done with the attorney and had it notarized and that. It was the last time I was able to get out of the house. I didn't have a choice to get out of the house, but that was hell. I was white as a ghost that day. Like I scared everybody when I scared myself when I went to the mirror. <laughs> but it didn't hurt Eric's feelings. I mean, it's better to have someone who is um, licensed degree in a medical field and understand and know things and your decisions. It's basically just someone just making sure that as I was told by attorney that your wishes and that um, are all followed through carefully and um, everybody abides by what you want. It's just executing things to make sure nobody tries to, you know, dictate and try to change or alter whatever what your wishes are um, while you're still mentally keen and sharp and Still in fighting mode, you know? I think everybody should do that. You got to get to that point. You got to do it. Take care of it now. Get your wishes down. Take care of it, you know? Um, it's never too early, but don't wait till it's too late um, if you're in a situation. And uh, like I said, I wouldn't have known if I didn't have medical and uh, my therapist make sure that you got to get on this stuff now, you know? I didn't realize that it's so different in each state that you got to get some of the stuff changed because you don't want a stranger controlling your wishes because you didn't realize what was in this state is not applicable to this state, you know? But I have to figure out, um, once I get the information from both hospice groups, so which one I want to go to and how this is going to work, or do I want to go um, with nurse care visits? Uh, we'd be twice a week with hospice. Sometimes they say it's once a week. Um, mine would be twice a week. Excuse me. Nurse care um, can go like three times a week, four times a week. The thing hospice too, and I truly believe this is nurses too that visit you, is you have that moral support too. Um, you have someone understands what it's like being sick. They've helped other people out, their patients out, and they understand and they get it. Um, you also get clergy, so you get that kind of care too with hospice. Um, At-home nurse care, I'm sure they can connect you as well. It's just different. Um, I'll know by tomorrow more of the insurance side with both um, insurance companies just had to get everything. And then, of course, you get um, referrals, like hospice works with referral from your specialist, um, and they work with that referral, and then they decide together, I guess, still keep it active um, with your physician. In my case, they would, working with hospice. So it's like a group just making sure that I'm comfortable and First of all, get this pain under control. The pain will always change, as I was told. Um, sometimes just people, the pain gets greater quicker. Like in my situation, sometimes it takes a while. Um, but really, reality has taken me six years. I fought this son of a gun for six years. But reality, I've been fighting medical hoopla my whole damn life. D-A-M-M-M-M-M. I was going to talk about this, but I'll do another podcast because I need to get a shower and I got med time. And when I do med time, I have to lay down when I take my meds. But um, I was talking about disability, a federal disability in that. And um, everything's just working. It's coming into place without anybody, really. It's just the universe is putting things in place. Um, I believe so I can have some peace and be able to relax now, you know. Um, they had a revision on my disability, and um, the revision included a lot of additional facts and findings, a lot of medical records that have surfaced when I was younger, younger, because everybody's files, let's just face it, they went from paper files to electronic, so in some situations, depending how old your file is, depending how long it was taking um, different entities to get this all electronic form. And uh, then it goes all into one big system. There's one big system in the United States. I'm sure there's comparable, um, similar things outside the United States since for yourself they're national, but you all know what I'm talking about. But there's other things that have surfaced um, throughout my life, medical things. And able to finally, I mean, I, I, don't, I cannot, I cannot say um, another weight off my shoulder. Um, to be able to have finally a revision, meaning um, disability, federal disability looked at everything, and they brought it back. They brought it back to an event. 
they brought my disability back to when I was an infant. Back to when, big time with my kidneys, big time problems, and I was admitted. Back to then. It was a disability revision. Everything else has changed. I wasn't under oncology care when I went on disability initially. I didn't have this going on. I didn't have that going on. And they weren't able to see all. The attorneys weren't able to pull up every single record. Although they were confident they had 90%, but that 10% um, was really what they needed to where they did a revision. And I got this in the mail last month. I wanted to share it, but I just want to wait wait for the right time. Um, Revision means a lot. Because a lot of things change your disability, um, the insurance part kicks in a lot greater, so you got a lot better coverage. And they're able to take this stuff back, way back. So see, it's not just me saying I've been sick my whole life, but now they have proof by medical records that I was literally dealing with medical issues as an infant, not even that old. And things just circled it just, as a professor said, things had just constantly downhill spiral. Connected things, connected to other things. You had secondary problems, another secondary problem. And it's, I just think of it, like I said, a spark plug that's bad. And a car engine and every single other plug and every system component of the engine starts slowly acting up. I know it's a bad analogy, but kind of like how I look at the human body. Um, somewhere, as they said. Um, confident that there's something that happened within the mother's womb. Um, some type of, they believe, a virus um, that my birth mother had. Um, it could have been like some type of stomach virus, some type of virus, something um, that affected me in the mother's womb. And then they could see records where it affected the um, central nervous system. It affected kidneys. Um, I can't tell you how it feels to have that chapter, that critical missing puzzle piece, and to read it and go, wow. Wow. (laughs) It's not a joke. It wasn't made up. Um, Nobody's lying about anything. It's just a very unfortunate situation, like a professor said, where your health crumbled and was never good. You always were battling something. It's not surprising we're at this point. You're just fortunate that you're able to fight and to live and keep defying this long. It's one thing I completely agree. I'm blessed and fortunate to be able to reach the age I have. Although it'd be great, great, I guess, to live to be 80 or 90. It's not going to happen, but to be able to live as long as I have in the situation, circumstances that I've been in. It's been one thing after another. But now we're able to make sense. And disability was able to make sense. And there's a lot of people that look into these revisions. It's not just one person. There's a lot that goes into the revisions. This was a situation that had been going on for months to get everything together. And they do revision, revise, and go through everything all over again. And, uh, yeah, um, I got the closure. I got the puzzle pieces. Um, There was nothing that was ever created or made. It's truly things that my body was doing happened. And it started in the womb. And um, some people can say, well, that's the past. Um, The past haunted me because I paid for a lot of things with my health throughout my life. Um, That's all I'm going to say right now about it. But I got a revision. And um, that revision decisions will help greatly on this part of what I'm going through, especially when it comes to the insurance part, we're still not sure um, through some hospice because the hospice they initially had me in, I was not in their area. So a division, which another part, which is still hospice, um, there was four. So I was getting the four phone numbers and um, that's how that goes. So see, like I wouldn't have known this um, if I didn't stay on top of this and my therapist making sure, you know, I actually had an appointment, a, um, excuse me, video therapy appointment. I had to cancel it. And I'm so glad I did because they would have really let me have it. 
rightfully so, because I was supposed to get the stuff done. They wanted to make sure my next appointment that things were done. Um, I'm not able to jump through the hurdle this time on this one. I'm accepting that. It's taken me a while accepting it. Calling hospice back was just um, more of, gosh, am I in this? Am I here now? Am I like, literally, I'm calling hospice for me? I mean, are we at this point now? Denial is where I was at mentally. Denial, emotionally denial. But I'm realizing that what, why was I so fearful to call a reality? It wasn't that bad, not even that bad at all. In fact, I feel better now calling and knowing everything um, and how it works and the insurance part and how many visits a week and what the visits evolve and yada, yada, yada. But it's also nice to know there'll be somebody there 24 hours. So I have to make a decision. I'm either going to go to hospice or um, nursing care at home. Um, and still people have asked, will I set up an account? I should set up an account. Um, how can people help? Or if they want to, you know, help in any way, shape, or form. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how I want to do that. Uh, I'm still getting out of that denial, but most importantly, fear of asking people for help. I'm still um, mentally like that. I don't know why it's weird. I know it's goofy. Goofy is probably the word. I'm trying to get out of that mind frame so people can help. They want to help, you know? Um, don't be like that. How I'm thinking, let people help. I'll have to say uh, those I connected to in Ohio have been helping greatly. Um, they started last week. I put that text message before, just emotionally helping me, um, helping where I can um, or where they can't, excuse me. And um, Eric goes back across state line this week and uh, they have some other things and um, to maybe help and stuff. So I, I, as they said, it's always a surprise. We just surprise you. I said, okay, you know, beyond grateful, beyond grateful, good people, good souls. Um, other than that, um, Eric still has to work. I'm not working, not even near as much. Um, I have another project coming up for another company for a um, commercial for social media, uh, not TikTok this time. I'm supposed to start on that project this week and I just go and doing project to project because um, I'm sleeping a lot. But being able to do this is more feasible to do marketing and creating commercials that content for companies because I'm able to work at my pace so it works for me and I'm given I tried to take the projects that give me a little bit more time frame like two weeks not a week or days um, before I'd probably be able to not get a project out in a day but I can't do it now I mean I have to be awake first of all you know but um Eric's working too to um, help off offset medical costs and things like that we'll be facing but um Right now, I'm just kind of looking like, is he going to be able to handle even yard work? Um, because he's still working, too. I don't know. Right now, he's cutting the grass. And he had a property in the front. I told him, just go to the front today. We need to cut the front. Cut it shorter. And then find a day, you know, where you can do the backyard. Um, so I don't know. I figure that out, too. There's a lot of things. That's the thing. It's a lot to figure out. Um... All four of my friends, we all said the same thing, but they said it is um, they told me, you got to you gotta start, girl, you got to start figuring things out. Yeah, it's not planning. Nobody plans to die, but you got to make life easier. Don't put all these things on anybody else's decisions or shoulders. If you can make decisions for yourself now, do it now. Do it now. Don't do it on your bad days. Like yesterday was a bad day. You know, pain changes people. Um, don't take it personally. For anybody who has pain, I never did when I was around people with pain. I, I get it now, but I never took it personally. They weren't feeling well. Okay? Don't take it personally. People aren't feeling well when they're in that kind of pain. I've been in that kind of pain. I don't know if I'll share the video. I could freak a lot of people out. I don't want to freak anybody out thinking that if you're in this situation like I am, this is kind of pain. Because everybody has different pain. But uh, it was not pleasant at all. Last night was not good. It was a nice searing nerve pain from my head to my toe. I was close to another ER visit. And I'm trying not to do that because um, I hate hospitals. Oh, my gosh. I hate hospitals. I've been to enough hospitals, D-A-M-M-M, my life, and I refuse. I'm always afraid if I go, they're not going to let me leave. I'm literally going to walk out, that person with the robe on, and I'm just going to say, adios amigos, and I'm going to leave. <laughs> I'm not staying in a hospital. Um, I will not. 
that's just me. So I try to avoid them like the plague. But um, that's why I'm, I say COVID left one positive thing was the capability of all doctors and specialists now of using e-visit and having visits online. We were able to go face-to-face -face video. Um, that's a blessing. It's truly a blessing. And with mental health, being able to do um, therapy at home. And 24-hour access, which I still do. I still belong to 24-hour um, access where I have a therapist right there. Text. This is what, how I'm feeling. I need to speak to somebody now. Call or text. Does it want to text or call? With the mental health provider. This is like, what, three months I've been using a service. Um, that's something else why I have to keep working because that's $200 a month I'm paying for that. Um, trauma therapy percentage gets covered to my insurance. But of course, like I said, it's not all covered. Well, this is what I mean. The medical part of costs and things, you still have to keep working. And um, I'm starting to not work near as much. Um, I was fortunate to be able to have a great case manager too with disability um, that was able to get me into a program that not everybody was able to get into. But in my unique situation, for the ability to work um, at home and to keep my disability each month and to keep what I made working and not be penalized and to be able to keep both. Um, I'm blessed and fortunate to have someone that worked hard for me um, and to be able to provide that kind of program for me to be able to work to offset costs, especially then it was prescriptions because a lot of stuff is just, um, a trauma therapist say these, these unique drugs that really aren't offered to the public because really they're prescribed in-house, meaning hospital, through hospital pharmacy. Um, I'm fortunate to be able to have doctors that are able to get this stuff and be able to um, code it to where we can do it at home. That's, uh, that's a blessing, that's all I gotta say. But um, insurance won't cover it when it's done that way. So I have to continue working, doing something. Um, I'll have to, and um, Eric is still, you know, pitching in. So um, he has to work unique jobs and unique hours. Um, he's got to help. So having um, in-home nurse care help, help, helps. It helps. It doesn't make me any weaker of a person. It's just I'm a realist now. I need the help. We're trying to see this week and next week if the yard work, able to break it in half, do one day and the other day, if that's going to help and him to be able to still work. And uh, we'll see um, if it's not. I'm sure um, uh, figure something out. I know I need to set up an account. I know. With everybody saying, when are you going to set up? When are you going to set up? When are you going to set it up? It's just I'm telling you. Um, it's that pride. It's that pride thing. It's a pride thing. I've had a problem with that my whole life. Pride. Uh, too proud to say I need help. Um, being instilled, you don't need help. Well, you need help. Um, I'm going to need help. So we'll see. I try to contact a bank to see how that works. Um, I'd rather um, be able to set up some type of account, medical account. You know what I mean? Instead of using like GoFundMe and I can't think of the other one. Then there's one like buy coffee or something. Buy a cup of coffee or something. Somebody else is telling me about sent me a link. I haven't even looked into that. Um, I'd rather have it to where if people help, everything is to help and nobody gets a percentage. Although, not, well, I mean, may not be able to do that, that's fine, no big deal, but um, that's where I'm at. Um, I'll keep everybody posted. I almost went an hour. This is a record. I may get an award from one of these platforms that uh, host for yourself my journey, you know? <laughs> Amazon, do you have an award for me? You know, what about iHeart? <laughs> I know, I'm just gonna talk. I'm gonna keep talking until I hit one hour, excuse me, 60 minutes. I'm just keep talking because this is actually, this is a record 60 minute podcast. I literally, well, I got a lot going on, obviously, enough for 60 minutes, right? What should I talk about last 30 seconds? I know. Start helping one another out. Put your differences aside. Make peace with the past. Cultivate positive 
cultivate good energy. And the universe, of course, the universe then will not only give back, but the universe will love you back as well. And that is 60 seconds. <laughs>